You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Monday. And what a packed up show we have for you this afternoon. Getting you home on your drive here from 4 until 6 o'clock. We're running solo this afternoon. I got a host of people stopping by, though, to talk with you about everything going on in the world. We'll kick things off here in about 20 minutes or so. Ian Castleberry is going to stop by from the outside corner. Major League Baseball talk with him, of course, at the forefront of things. What happened earlier this afternoon? The Milwaukee Brewers win the National League Central with a 3-1 win over the Chicago Cubs. We will get into that. The Cubs back in action tomorrow. They await the loser of the AL West tiebreaker game going on right now between the Dodgers and the Rockies. Still plenty of good seats available if you're out in Los Angeles Yes, uh, plenty of seats out there for that one going on. The loser, though, will make their way to Wrigley Field for tomorrow and the wild card game. And then, well, it's really playoffs because a loss and you are done. That is what awaits the fate that is out there for the Chicago Cubs. We'll get into that. What's happening right now with Colorado and the Dodgers as they play in the bottom of the third inning. Still no score. Marquez for the Rockies. He has been outstanding and on the other side, Bueller from the Dodgers is there out there stringing along. We will keep you up to date throughout the afternoon with the Dodgers and the Rockies. And Ian Castleberry comes by at about 420. Then 440, we'll talk college football with our old friend Adam Kramer, Kegs and Eggs from Bleacher Report. Plenty to get into Ohio State, Penn State from the weekend. Certainly his perspective on that. We will talk about that with him and a whole lot more and Alabama just keeps running Rashad. Now, I understand. It was the raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette. You watch what they did. Tua goes perfect 9 for 9 throwing the football. They are seemingly unbeatable as it looks right now. Clemson struggles over the weekend. So we'll talk about that more with Adam Kramer coming your way at about 440. The 5 o'clock hour begins with plenty of NFL talk. Ryan Van Bibber will be by from SB Nation. We will get into the NFL the week that was. And the Chicago Bears in first place Monday night football tonight with the Kansas City Chiefs, of course. Packers get a victory as expected against Buffalo on the local front. And we'll bridge out from there, of course, and take a look at the national perspective. That comes your way right at the beginning of the 5 o'clock hour. Then after that, we'll get into the Big 12 a little bit more and a little deeper on the college front as we'll talk Big 12 football with Derek Duke from Heartland College Sports. That comes your way at 520 here today. But at the forefront, so many different directions that we certainly could go here this afternoon. Want to start, though, with the latest and greatest and what we saw this afternoon. And, you know, as the weekend unfolded and it became apparent after yesterday's games that we were going to get a game 163, I saw plenty of consternation and, and upset Cubs fans because of what this turned into. Team with the two best records in the National League having to go out and have to play one game to decide the division. Now, there are some people out there that believe that because you played a season series and because you played 19 games, that sh- that should decide, the season series should decide who wins the division. Now, I think that is just seemingly ridiculous. It, it really is. Yes, you play a lot, but over the course of 162, if you can't decide it to go to a tiebreaker, come on. They get work, you get, this is a positive, you get home field advantage. 
That's a good thing. Because a few years back, that wasn't the case. You go back to a decade ago, there was a game 163 between my team, the Minnesota Twins, and the Chicago White Sox to determine who was the division winner in the American League Central. And you know how home field advantage was decided for that? A coin flip. At least they have this right. But the people that are upset that they even have to play this game, and, and with the loser, has to go on and play the wild card game. Well, this is what Major League Baseball wanted. Major League Baseball wanted just this. And the reason for it goes back eight years ago. Going into the final weekend of the season, the Tampa Bay Rays and New York Yankees were fighting for the division lead. But instead of going out there and trying to win the division, the Yankees punted the end of the year. The Yankees lost games at the end of the season so they could set up and play, again, my favorite team, the Minnesota Twins, because they dominated the Minnesota Twins. And throughout the years, I brought up the numbers and just how bad they are. It is hideous how bad they've been. This is a winning percentage worse than what we saw the Baltimore Orioles this season, the worst team in baseball. That's how bad it's been. And going back then, the Yankees had their number, but they punted, punted the end of the regular season. Well, baseball didn't want that. If you're going to play 162, you don't want teams going out there and losing games at the end of the season just to dictate a matchup that they want in the playoffs. Of course you don't want that if you're baseball. So what they did is when they reintroduced the new playoff system with the extra wildcard team in there, they made it so you wanted to win your division. Because if you didn't win your division, then you were going to play the wildcard game. So blame baseball, Cubs fans. Don't blame the Brewers. Don't blame me. Blame Joe Madden if you want, and you didn't win enough at the end of the season as the Brewers got red hot. But really, your blame should lay with the New York Yankees. They're the ones that got us to this system by punting the end of the regular season. To today, Rizzo had a big home run to tie things up at one apiece, but I'll tell you, Shasin, he was dealing. That slider is as good as you're going to find in baseball. And I heard him say earlier today, maybe the most underrated pitch for any starting pitcher. He's not a guy that you're talking about a whole lot. He's not Madison Bumgarner or Clayton Kershaw. But his slider is about as good as you're going to find in baseball. He was dealing today, and outside of that Rizzo home run, he shut him down, and he turned it over to the bullpen. Guys, it goes back to what I've been talking about seemingly all baseball season long. The way this bullpen for Milwaukee is built, you just you can't afford to find yourself behind. And as it looked like the Cubs were going to win the division, and I asked the question to all of our Cubs guys that we talked to throughout the year, And I posed it to him, who do you want to see? Cardinals? Brewers? Dodgers? Rockies? Diamondbacks were in it for a while. Who is it? I don't think enough people said the Milwaukee Brewers. That's the team you least want to see. They don't need much. That rotation isn't great. Gio Gonzalez. Chasin was good today. Chase Anderson. These aren't guys that scare you. But the way that bullpen is built, coupled with the way playoff baseball is, with the days off that are built in there, and the way that you can settle your bullpen and make it a different game. It's a team you least want to see. And now, if the Cubs can get by tomorrow in the wildcard game, against either the Dodgers or the Rockies, whoever loses, that's who they'll get. 
If you get by that, what's awaiting you? The Milwaukee Brewers with home field advantage. And the Brewers fans, they were out today. Hey, Cubbies, I get it. It's easy to poke the little, the small market team in your division, call them little brother. I, I completely get it. But also realize what you have, what you are. First of all, you're the third biggest metropolitan area in America. So, of course, you're going to have more fans just because of that. Even with two teams in the city, look, nobody cares about the Southsiders and the White Sox. Come on. It's about the Cubs. Coupled with decades of people that were only able to see your games and the Braves games on the Superstation back with WGN. Yes, you have more fans. You have a bigger population base. You have a bigger city. And you had a network to call your own for decades upon decades. Yes, you have more fans. That doesn't make you better fans. You just have more of them. Brewers fans showed up today. They were loud. They were out there. They were chanting MVP after Yelich gets three hits in his first three at-bats. They were out there. And they were loud after that one. A 3-1 victory for the Brewers. More baseball talk coming up in just a little bit. Ian Castleberry will be by here in about 10 minutes. We'll get into this and more with Ian at about 4.20. Before we get our first break, though, a couple other things want to get into. Of course, the NFL weekend that was week number four. The Bears alone in first place in the North. I mean, just unthinkable. What Mitchell Trubisky did yesterday, the six touchdown passes. You can say that Tampa coming off a short week, you can see it happening. That's not a great defensive team. I get all that. But to do that, I don't care if you're going up against the scrimmage. You're going up against the great team here. That was highly impressive from Mitchell Trubisky. Does it make me a big believer? Does it make me a believer that the, Cub, the Bears have their quarterback now and they're good and there's nothing to worry about going forward? No, no, I'm still not there. But I was encouraged. I was very encouraged what I saw out of him as the Bears go to now 3-1 and one on the Young campaign. Another thing, did you notice yesterday watching the games after the first few weeks of the season, and, and the story, more than anything, was about the hits on the quarterbacks and the penalty flags that were being thrown. Of course, we saw Clay Matthews the first three weeks, letting the Vikings hang around, come back, and get the tie in Week 2. Before that, giving the Bears an opportunity in Week 1. And he got another penalty last week. But looking around football and watching throughout Sunday, penalty markers... Not nearly as prevalent. And there were a couple of opportunities, a couple of opportunities that I had become expecting to see the flag come out. That wasn't the case. The NFL came together. They talked about it. And they understood that it was going too far. Yes, you want to protect the quarterback. But you can't take it too far. You can't take away tackling the quarterback. Or we're just going to turn it into two-hand touch. They knew that was going to be bad for the game. And you saw that the flags have dissipated. Look, this happens seemingly every year. And it doesn't matter the sport you're talking about. From the NFL to college football to college hoops where there's always these new set of rules in the first week, two, th three weeks of the season. Ah, they're ruining the game because of rule X. And then it starts to morph back to what we expect to what we see. 
Now, if you're still going to go out there and you lay a hit on the quarterback and you land on them hard, there's still going to be a flag there. But it got to the tipping point where they understood they had to steer it back. And the NFL did. It's a good thing. Continue to protect, but don't go too far. I think you saw a lot of that in the week. We were very close, another thing, and a rule that needs to be at least figured out what they're going to do going forward. Because of player safety, a decision was made with the overtime rules in the NFL. They were going to cut it from the 15 minutes they played the past to 10 minutes. We also saw the tweaking of the rules. If you go down the opening possession, you kick a field goal, the other team will get an opportunity to get the football to either tie it with a field goal or win it with a touchdown. So we saw that, but because of this change in rules and because of, more importantly, the cut down in time from the 15 minutes down to 10, we've already had two ties this year, Pittsburgh and Cleveland in week one, week two, Minnesota and Green Bay, and we were on course again yesterday for a couple more. Houston and Indianapolis was heading that way, and if Frank Wright punts the football, that more than likely would have happened, and Philadelphia, Tennessee, before Tennessee makes a play late in that game. You also had Cleveland-Oakland, and that one, same thing. Very well could have been another tie game. What's the best course of action? What's the best thing for the NFL to do? Is it to extend it back and go back to 15-minute period in overtime? Is it to go and change and make it a college-style system? High school, their overtime rules, you get the ball in the 10-yard line. Eh, it's a little much. College, you get it on the 25. Get it on the 50? You've got to get probably even a first down just to be in field goal range. I'll buy it. I like that. I think that's a good idea. One of the best ideas, and I apologize, I can't remember where I heard it, but how about this? No punting in overtime. You get the football, go back to first score wins, but you can't punt it. That's going to certainly change some team's decision. Do we take the football first? I like the idea. But something has to be done. Because if we're going to end this season and we're going to have four, five, six, seven, eight ties, which we're certainly on pace for right now, we don't want that. Come on, no ties. Not that many ties. A tie every couple years is fine. But if we get to a level where there's that many ties over the course of the season, something has to be done. We have to determine a winner here. At least a majority of the time. We'll see. NFL's got some more work to do in that avenue. More NFL talk to kick off the 5 o'clock hour. Ryan Van Bibber is going to be joining us. But coming up next, we're talking baseball. The Cubs go down. Brewers are the National League Central champions. We'll talk about that game. Take a look at what we're watching right now. Still no score with the Rockies and the Dodgers. A look forward and a look back across baseball with Ian Castleberry as he joins us next year. Taking you up until 6 o'clock tonight, it's Jimmy B and TC. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin.
This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian roofer roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Heavy, heavy rain this morning causing backed up traffic all the way to... Please remove all laptops and links. Folks, we're number nine on the list for takeoff, so settle in, keep those seatbelts fastened. Why fries with that? Welcome to Weston. Travel can be disruptive to your well-being. That's why at Weston Hotels and Resorts, we have rejuvenating heavenly beds, a nutritious superfoods RX menu, and a workout gear lending program to help you stay in control and rise above it all. Weston, let's rise. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women in Whiskey, featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women in Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. 
The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515 515- 225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Start kind of back with you. Jimmy B and TC continues on taking you up until 6 o'clock here tonight. Earlier this afternoon, the Brewers win the National League Central, a 3-1 to win over the Chicago Cubs. Here to talk about that and a whole lot more on Major League Baseball. It's our buddy Ian Castleberry. Ian, good afternoon to you. How are things? Uh, things are great. How are you doing, Trent? Doing well and uh, certainly an enjoyable game this afternoon, unless you're a Chicago Cubs fan. <laughs> All right. Ian, for the 39th time this season, this team was held to zero or one runs. This is uh, second worst in baseball behind only the godforsaken Baltimore Orioles who had happened to 40 times this season. The bats went quiet, and not a good team to do that against the Milwaukee Brewers. No, it's stunning for all the offensive talent that uh, that the Cubs have that they can just uh, fade out like that. I mean, credit to uh, Julius Chastain. He's been uh, incredible uh, this season. Uh, especially uh, down the stretch, you know, three three eight ERA uh, in the second half, uh, really nasty slider working today. Uh, but yeah, the Brewers, uh, you know, they they seem to be the one team this off season that actually cared about getting better uh, in terms of adding players, you know, and trading for uh, Christian Yelich, uh, uh, signing Lorenzo Cain as a free agent, both players, you know, MVP candidates. Yelich looks like the favorite. Certainly here, and and then uh, down the stretch with the moves. I, I know you and I kind of snickered at some of the moves Milwaukee made. You know, uh, getting uh, you know Jonathan Scope and, and Mike Mustakis. Like, where do these players fit? And really, it was just a matter of not you know for Craig Council, not necessarily how they are in the lineup, but what what is the best matchup? Uh, can they ha- can they have with that? A certain player, uh, they have a tremendous amount of depth, and that allows Council to just pick the best matchup. Uh, you know, you got you got to get the players to buy into. I'm sure uh, Travis Shaw, you know, wasn't wasn't thrilled about not starting at second base today. Uh, and you know, how many teams can bring two guys off the bench? You know, uh, whether it's Travis Shaw, uh, 30 home runs this year, they could bring up Domingo Santana, who uh, hit 30 home runs last year and, and looked like a star of the future in the outfield, lost his job. Uh, the, the depth that the, that David Stearns and Craig Council have built in Milwaukee uh, is just incredible, and you saw that come into play uh, big time today. No doubt about it. And, uh, you know, Quintana was out there. He pitched well as he does he did all season long against the Brewers, but they were able to cobble enough against. And, you know, Ian, this is the reason that I've been talking about this Milwaukee squad so much is because playoff baseball, it's such a different animal than what the regular season is. And with that bullpen 
Hader gets a lot of the headlines, but you look at Knable, you look at Jeffress at the back end, usually of that bullpen. Soria, just so many different weapons that they can ploy in there. This, to me, now, of course, they end with the best reg- record in the, in the regular season of the National League, so a lot of people say, well, no, duh, of course, they're the favorite, but because of that bullpen, it is a scary, scary team, the Milwaukee Brewers. Absolutely. I mean, it, it looked like I, th- that was essentially the difference in the game. I mean, it looked like maybe Craig Council pulled uh, Chassin out of the game a, a little bit too early, but, you know, as you often see, especially in the postseason, but you see this uh, more frequently in the regular season, you don't want the starter to go through the batting order uh, a third time. So they got Chessin out of there. Uh, Xavier Cedeno, uh, that, that looked like a bad move. Uh, uh, he couldn't get any outs. But then you can bring in uh, Joaquin Soria, as you pointed out, you know, uh, uh, all-star closer for many, many years, and, and he's, he's a setup guy, uh, you know, a, a sixth-inning, seventh-inning guy for this Milwaukee Brewers team. But, uh, and then, you know, Corey Knebel, also, uh, you know, a, a closer caliber uh, reliever for the Tigers, for the Rangers uh, prior to, to joining the Brewers. But then, yeah, we always talk about Josh Hader, but my goodness, uh, bringing him out of the bullpen. I mean, he made Daniel Murphy look absolutely silly uh, in that ninth inning. Uh, Murphy was just fighting for his life. You know, if he could foul a ball off, uh, that was uh, the best he could do. Uh, The ball just comes uh, like a rocket uh, out of that left arm from Hader. And now they have an extra day in there to rest as they won't have to play the wild card game. They can set that up. We'd even see Jeffress today, and in terms of war, he had a better season than even Josh Hader out of the bullpen this year, which is incredible to think about how good Jeremy Jeffress was uh, for them as he made his way over. It just, it's a great bullpen. It's a good lineup. They brought a couple of former Royals over. They're doing their thing. But what about Christian Yelich today? I mean, you talk about a guy locked in. Those hits today, when you see a baseball player locked in, it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, he, uh, I, I, this past weekend, too, uh, I mean, granted, it, it was against the Tigers, uh, not presenting a, a whole lot of competition, but, yeah, it's just, I mean, he's making it look easy, uh, just how well uh, he's hitting the ball. Uh, you know, I don't think uh, a lot of baseball fans realize just how good Yelich was uh, as an up-and-coming player playing uh, for the Marlins, uh, but that, that was a, a key trade, obviously, that the Brewers made. Uh, really came on uh, at the end of the season. His September, he had 352 going into this game, and he went three for four today. The 352 coming into the game, uh, uh, OPS, uh, 1300 OPS, 10 home runs, uh, six stolen bases. He goes three for four today. He, he knocks in uh, uh, the first run of the game. He steals a base. Uh, you know, he, there's so many different ways uh, he can beat a team. Um, I know uh, Javier Baez looked like. Uh, uh, the National League MVP for much of the season, Lorenzo Cain, also uh, putting in a bid. Uh, you have Nolan Arenado in Colorado, but uh, with that September, I I think it would be stunning if uh, Christian Yelich did not win National League Most Valuable Player. And uh, the game going on right now, Dodgers have taken a two-run lead, two to nothing. Bellinger with the big pop there, and the Dodgers lead that one. Bottom of the fourth inning, it is two nothing. The loser will make their way to Wrigley Field then in the wild card game. I know there is plenty of consternation right now from Cubs fans. Well, we had, we tied for the best record, and now we got to play the stupid wild card. Well, you know the reason for this, Ian? <laughs> it goes back to the New York Yankees. They punted the last game of the regular season eight years ago in 2010 so they could get the Twins 
And baseball said, well, enough of this. we we got to have these games count. <laughs> we have to have the division actually count. And that's why we are here today where winning your division gets you into the bracket. You don't win your division. you got to go to that wild card game. Anything that uh, increases uh, the urgency to win the division, I think, is a good thing. And, yeah, you, know, you can complain about having a great season and coming down uh, you know, to a one-game playoff. I mean, you know, complain to, uh, what was it, the 1992 San Francisco Giants. They won 100 games, and they didn't even make the postseason because there wasn't a wild card game back then. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's the way the game is set up. Uh, nobody's going to be crying uh, any tears uh, for the Cubs. I am curious, you know, I think if you're the Cubs, the Dodgers might seem like a better team, but I think uh, if, if you're the Cubs, you want to face the Dodgers in that wild card game because, you know, they had to use, they had to pitch uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw over the weekend. They had to pitch Rich Hill yesterday. Mm. Uh, uh, they're using Walker Buehler today. Who will the Dodgers start uh, versus if the Rockies are in that wild card game? They're probably going to start Kyle Freeland, who's their best pitcher, 17-7, 285. Uh, ERA, uh, that, that, that could be a much worse matchup uh, for the Cubs in a wild card game. Yeah, interesting. And as you mentioned, as everything is coming down to the end, using a lot of those starting pitcher, no Hill, no Kershaw, sets up very well. It's one game, anything can happen. And uh, we go from there. This has been certainly a lot of fun, Ian. And I love this 163. We've got them. Our two teams played a 163 years ago. It went the good guys' way. Love that one. <laughs> Against your Tigers. Uh, twins and Tigers are a ways away, though, from playing a game 163 again. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, every time I hear game 163, I do have kind of twitches and flashbacks uh, <laughs> uh, to that game. It's a spectacular uh, game 163. And, you know, they didn't have, uh, you know, either the Twins or the Tigers did not have the soft landing of a wild card right. spot. I mean, that really was uh, a winner take all game. Uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, I, I still, I, I feel like that game took years off my life uh, <laughs> as a Tigers fan. I'll be paying for it again. But, uh, yeah, uh, any, anytime you have a, a game 163 uh, t- a tiebreaker, it, it's spectacular. Well, we are locked in in the American League and we have been for a while, as anticipated uh, after that great run from the Oakland A's. They'll be making their way to Yankee Stadium to take on the Yankees. What do you expect to see in that one Wednesday night? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, not, not too much uh, expected for, from the Oakland A's. I, I think, you know, a, a lot of uh, fans uh, just really don't even know, uh, you know, how uh, how did the, the A's uh, make the playoffs? But, you know, they hit for power. They have a, a spectacular defense. Um, it, it's a, a tough matchup, I think, uh, for the Yankees. Uh, really nothing to lose uh, for the Athletics. Um, I expect a, a great game, of course. Uh, you know, if, if the Yankees, of course, you know, I'm sure that they're also wondering about, about their game coming down uh, to a, a wild card playoff after having a, a great regular season. Um, I don't have, have each team, have they announced their starting pitchers yet? Uh, I, I didn't catch that. I don't know if, if you caught that or not. Nothing official yet. No, they haven't announced officially who it's going to be. So speculation continues. But, uh, yeah, if the Yankees get, you know, if they use uh, Sev- Luis Severino or Jay Happ, I think that gives them a, a decided advantage. Of course, uh, they have uh, that spectacular bullpen. Mm-hmm. Oakland, I think you could see them use their strategy, you know, when they uh, pitch what they call an opener, you know, like he, the starting the guy will start the game, but he, he isn't going to be expected to go uh, five, six innings. Uh, I think that could be uh, very interesting, but Oakland, I think, has much more 
of uh, a deep bullpen that's set up to do that and only require uh, whoever starts the game to go maybe two, uh, three innings. So I think it's in terms of pitching depth, uh, even if uh, the Yankees have a, a more spectacular bullpen uh, at the back end, I think uh, the Oakland bullpen uh, is ideal uh, for the postseason. Maybe it's not as much of an advantage uh, in a one-game wildcard playoff Maybe the way Oakland's built is better for a five- or seven-game series. But I think uh, based on pitching, uh, especially in the bullpen, uh, I think the A's have an advantage here. Talking Major League Baseball with Ian Castleberry as he joins us here. Ian, a couple of news and notes want to fire at you quickly. Shohei Otani set to uh, get his Tommy John surgery. That has happened. He'll be back in 2019 as a hitter. Long term, yeah. what what is Shohei Otani going to be for the Angels? I think he really is going to be a, a two way player. Uh, you know, if it's a situation where he can't stay healthy uh, as a pitcher, and of course, you know, uh, coming off Tommy John surgery, you don't know how much uh, mileage is on those tires based on uh, his days pitching in Japan. Uh, you know, where their solution seems to be just keep throwing, just keep throwing. Um, I think he's ultimately worth more. Uh, as a pitcher uh, to the Angels. And I think, you know, Shohei Otani may just be the beginning of what we're going to see, I think, uh, uh, over the next few years in Major League Baseball. We saw this uh, in the draft uh, last season uh, or last year with, with players like uh, Hunter Green, that p- players that can play two ways. And I think uh, teams are increasingly seeing the value of, of somebody who can contribute as a pitcher and a hitter, which you know allows uh, for more roster flexibility, maybe keeping an extra pitcher or, or keeping an extra uh, a player on the bench. Uh, but you know, as uh, Albert Pujols uh, continues to decline, uh, and, and Mike Trout, you know, uh, hopefully not wasting uh, his best years uh, for a bad Angels team, uh, there there certainly is a great value in Otani, and I think. You know, he, he uh, can, can keep that up. But I wonder if the Angels ultimately have to put him in the field because he, I think that's one reason why Albert Pujols wore down down the stretch. He was out there at first base every night. Uh, you know, do they have, the Angels eventually have to put Otani at first base, uh, maybe put him in an out, corner outfield spot once in a while, or is the risk just too great for a guy who they're expecting to be on the mound once every five days? Finally, Ian, uh, Joe Maurer maybe calls it a career, goes out there, catches one pitch to begin the ninth inning, and then walks away uh, from the target field crowd. A great moment, certainly, last night. How will you remember Joe Maurer if this is it? I think definitely the, the best uh, at his position in the American League uh, for uh, you know, the first half of his career, especially uh, an outstanding hitter. Uh, who knows how much he extended his career uh, by moving to first base, uh, even uh, you know when he uh, w- wasn't what he was. I mean, it's still a guy who hit uh, nearly 300, and really just uh, you know the, the ideal face of the franchise, uh, cornerstone uh, for a team uh, that you want. Um, you know, never any uh, sort of scandal or uh, difficult. You know, you never read the story about uh, Joe Mara or having difficulty with teammates uh, or, or his manager. Uh, I think, uh, you know, of course, uh, if he hangs it up now, the question is going to be whether or not uh, Joe Maurer is a Hall of Famer. Uh, 2,000 hits, uh, 306 uh, career average, you know, maybe not the, the big milestone numbers like 3,000 hits or, 
or uh, uh, 400, 500 home runs. But I think uh, consistently uh, one of the best uh, at maybe the most, probably the most demanding position uh, in Major League Baseball. Ian, as always, good talking with you. We'll do it a lot more here throughout the month of October. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me on, Trent. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Ian Castleberry joining us, taking a look around Major League Baseball. Again, 2 nothing to score Dodgers with the lead on the two-run blast from Cody Bellinger. They play in the top of the fifth inning. Dodgers 2, Rockies nothing. We'll keep you up to date on that. Throughout the afternoon, we're talking college football next. Adam Kramer joins us in a moment. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Dreary weather continues overnight with clouds, patchy fog, and light drizzle, a low falling to 52 degrees. Tuesday will be drier, partly sunny with a high near 69. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. We replaced our porch light with a Maximus security light. Maximus gives us instant notifications on our smartphone when someone's at our door. Even talk live with them from anywhere, anytime. Maximus was easy to install and keeps our family safe. Get your own Maximus security light at Costco. How can a fully stocked restroom improve your image? How can serviced fire extinguishers or a first aid cabinet make your employees more prepared? How can comfortable work apparel make your business more productive? For over a million customers, the answer is simple. Cintas. Cintas delivers everything you need to open your doors with confidence. Because helping keep businesses well-equipped, clean, and looking their best, that's our business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. 
It's not too late to rent the Heritage Carousel for your late summer or fall outing. This is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg all right welcome back we continue on here taking you up until six o'clock tonight it's jimmy b and tc well a lot of baseball here for the first couple of segments remains two nothing in that dodgers game as they lead the rockies Loser of that game goes to Wrigley Field tomorrow to take on the Cubs in the one-game wildcard game. But right now, we're talking college football with our man Adam Kramer. Kegs and eggs, he joins us here on a Monday. AK, what's a good word? How we doing, my friend? Doing well, and uh, excited to talk some college football with you after an entertaining, at least Saturday night in college football. You know, there weren't a whole lot of upsets. There wasn't a ton of wildness that happened in a slate that was okay until we got to the evening session of things, but Ohio State, Penn State certainly lived up to the billing. Man, that was fun. A lot of fun, and, and actually, you know, you look at um, some of the leads over the last couple of years that have, have been blown in this game. You look at just how competitive these two teams have been, and I'm, I mean, like everyone else, I'm, I'm probably still scratching my head on that that play call <laughs> that ultimately decided the game. I, I mean, I thought, you know, Trace McSorley was brilliant and, and probably boosted his Heisman campaign in a losing record, as weird as that is to say. Um, that that play was just bizarre. And I, one, ultimately, we'll see how this shakes out, but that could be something that Penn State looks back on and says, what happened? So, yeah, I mean, if you're Ohio State, um, you know, that's probably the worst game Dwayne Haskins will play all year. Uh, I think he's still really good. I, I, you know, I don't necessarily think this is the time to get off the train now. He looked rattled. Uh, he, he didn't look like he was all that comfortable throughout, and yet they find a way to win. Uh, I, I thought it was some brilliant play calling on their part. So, yeah, overall, man, that is, that is why you watch college football for games like that, truly. I, I, I loved every bit of it. Well, in Penn State, the season certainly isn't over for them. They still have their crossover games with Iowa and Wisconsin. You figure that's going to help. They go to Michigan. They get Michigan State next week after a bye week this week. The schedule's going to set up. They're going to have good numbers certainly there. And even at 11-1, if they don't have a tiebreaker, go their way and get to the Big Ten championship game. It's not over. We know college football, crazy things can happen. 
It, it, it is not. And, and I know we're all consumed by the playoff and what it all means, but, um, you know, these games where you, you lose, but lose valiantly, the committee looks favorably at this. And um, there's no such thing as a good loss, but, but if there is, I think this is, this is it, right? Like, so I, I think, yeah, there's a long way to go in the conference and everything else. Um, look, we saw Alabama last year get in uh, by being on the couch. As strange as it is, there's a, there's a, there's a pathway for that. We know that now. Strength of schedule, as you mentioned, is going to be really good. Uh, well-known brand, really good core. All the things that you, you'd say, you know, can they win a popularity contest? They can. They've lost one before, by the way, when it comes to the playoff against Ohio State. So, um, yeah, but the reality is now when you lose a game and you expect to be playing for a playoff, you, you no longer control your own fate at this point in the year. They don't. It doesn't diminish anything they, they have or can still do. It's just the reality. So we'll have to wait and see. But, no, they're a good team. They're a fun team. Um, I'm not sure I, there's a, a more reliant team on their quarterback in terms of making plays. I mean, McSorley, again, it's just so much fun to watch. Talking with Adam Kramer as we take a look around college football. You mentioned name brand, and maybe the biggest name brand in college football is Notre Dame. When you look at the historical context, they run past Stanford, and the schedule has set up in a way now where they got Vodtech. Well, no, Jackson. He, he is out for the season, though Willis, I thought, looked pretty good against Duke from the little bit that I saw of that game on Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. It's it appears to be wide open here. What can derail things for the Irish? This week can derail them. That spread's only what five points. Yeah. I mean it. This is a this is a really tough game, and I know you. you know, this team lost to Old Dominion. You mentioned college football happens. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. the, the, you, that you can't quite explain it. I think this is a really tough matchup, and I, ultimately, look, I think Notre Dame is is good. They lost one of their key offensive linemen for the season this week. That's a problem. It's like it's very interesting that like the Irish playoff path has started. Now you can kind of understand why, because ultimately, unlike most years, the schedule is not nearly as daunting when you look at Florida State and some of the other teams in the back half that maybe aren't as good as we thought they'd be. And I get that, but I still think um, you know you still got to see more. You made a quarterback change. Pretty much at the start of this year, or middle through the start of this, the beginning of the season, you still got to figure out what you have there. Um, defensively, they've been very impressive. Tillery is a guy that I, I've really liked watching. He's he's become an absolute monster. Uh, so the makeup is all there, but the problem is, I think um, there's a lot of football to go, and, and weeks like this against Vatek, where, where again the spread is only five, and maybe in the mind of many, they're, they've already chalked this one up as a, as a win. I, I, you know, I don't think so. They very well could and probably should win this game, but there's still a, a lot of meat on the bone for Notre Dame, despite the fact that their schedule is a lot more favorable than a lot of other teams. Quick hit on the Big 12. Of course, Oklahoma had been the favorite all throughout the summer, and even with the close loss they had a couple weeks back to a win they had against Army, excuse me, they're still feeling good as they get through things. West Virginia, I wasn't a believer throughout the summer. As people were trying to find that second team, I never believed that the Mountaineers could pack a defense to go along with Will Greer and the offense. But here they are. They go down to Texas Tech, get yeah. the victory there. How big of a believer are you in the Mountaineers? I'm a huge believer. I, I really am. I, what was impressive about that game, there were some awful drops in that game. Will Greer could have thrown for like 450 yards, 500 yards. Truly, I mean, there were some awful drops. Uh, the offense did kind of stall a little bit, which is a concern. But that, if you have confidence in one part of, of West Virginia, it's the fact that they're going to score. What I like, Texas Tech's been pretty good. 
to slow them down enough. To and Lubbock is so such an odd place to play and can be a dangerous place. For, uh, you know, place to play for teams. I, I you know, this isn't a win you're going to hang on your your mantle. Uh, but this is one that, to me, can, you know, for us, continues to pass like the eye test. I think what's really really interesting in that conference is the quarterback play, especially you know with the elite teams. Oklahoma, West Virginia has been just exceptional. I mean, just absolutely exceptional. So the, the fact that they have a defense or some defense to match is huge. So, yeah, I, I think Greer ultimately um, could end up being the best quarterback in the country, or certainly top two or three with guys like Locke and Herbert. Um, but I, I really, really like them. I, I've, I've been a believer in them from before the season. I just wondered how they deal with a pretty tough schedule. So far, they've, they've dealt exceptionally well with it. I, I've got, I think I had them five or six. We fell in the top 25 this week, and I can't remember where I had them, but I had them high. I'm, much, I'm a little bit more bullish on them, I'd say, than, than most people are. Quick peek ahead to this week, and we get the Red River Shootout, Oklahoma, Texas, at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Is this the coming out party, the official one, for Tom Herman and the Longhorns? I think it's going to be tough. And I, I think this game can be close, and this has been a bizarre... When the spread in this game is a touchdown, man, it produces really weird results. Yep. And you know, if you go back the last 10 years, it feels like on this number, things have happened. I, I still don't know what to make of Texas. This team has made tremendous progress since week one. I don't deny that. But I also worry about offensively, how are you going to deal with Kyler Murray, who didn't start and still scored like 45 touchdowns last week, uh, has been absolutely remarkable. Just the athlete he is is absolutely baffling. So, if Texas can make this game ugly, and look, Army did it, so Texas certainly can. But if Texas can play ball control and make this game ugly, uh, yes, absolutely it can win this game. And I think people will sleep on Texas a little bit because Murray put up such just absolutely gaudy numbers uh, last week. So, of course, we're going to be high on them. And, and Texas just kind of flogged along against Kansas State, although they were in control for much of that game. So, yeah, it's going to be, I think, Public perception is going to be that this is lopsided. I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be really, really close. But I do think Oklahoma does have a, a slight leg up because of certainly the, the advantage of quarterback. What on the Pac-12? Uh, Stanford loses. Oregon bounces back and gets the win against Cal. But over in the South, which uh, as a division looks about as dreadful as any with UCLA still winless, Arizona struggling to get out of their own way. There sits Colorado at the top. They made that yeah. big leap two years ago. And with Steven Montez, who's been a good quarterback the last couple of years, and the ridiculous nature of Chenault, how much of a believer are you in Colorado being the representative of the South? First off, Chenault is like, if you have not watched this guy play, I think he's, he's probably, I don't know, two has been fun. I'm not going to say he's the most fun, but I have had so much. He gives me joy watching him play football because they use him in so many ways. And he's getting open. He's having just an incredible year. And Montez as well is a guy that, that I continue to hear uh, NFL scouts say, hey, this guy might be, might be a real, real projection um, guy that you should be talking about from the NFL level. So, yeah, you have a go-to wide receiver. You have a quarterback. You have a defense that has been pretty good. So, and, and what, they're the only undefeated team in that conference, which is kind of crazy, by the way, when you think about it. We're, we're not that far along. Uh, that's probably not good for the Pac-12. So I, I, you know, I'm a believer. I don't know how far, and I, I suppose this depends on your definition of what you believe a, a believer should be. Uh, I think they're a team that can and probably will compete in the conference championship game. They got a fun one this weekend. 
Uh, but ultimately, as, you, as you're trying to figure out who's going to represent that conference in the playoff, I still think you, you have to start with Washington. But even they have kind of just been, eh. you know, the Auburn game was very, very impressive. But Auburn now doesn't look all that great. Washington, yeah. Jake Browning has kind of, you know what I mean? It's very, very odd. The impression I got from that first game was that both of these teams were exceptional and, and could be plot factors in the playoff. And that still may be the case. Uh, Auburn's got a big one this week against Mississippi State, and Washington can still get it together. But neither has been jaw-droppingly awesome um, since that game. We'll have to follow and see what happens from here. Good stuff. AAK, as always, good catching up with you. Thank you for your time. All right, buddy. Thank you. Adam Kramer checking in with us. Find him on Twitter, at Kegs and Eggs. A great follow for all you college football fans. Quick timeout. We're coming back. The 5 o'clock hour is around the corner. We started off with more football talk. We're talking NFL next. I'm Jimmy B and TC. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Napa know-how. 
Right now, five quart jugs of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil are only $18.99. It protects your engine from sludge and extreme temperatures. But did you know it also protects our troops? Yep, with each purchase of Napa Full Synthetic for $18.99, a portion goes to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 10 31 Heavy, heavy rain this morning causing backed up traffic all the way to... Please remove all laptops and ladies. Folks, we're number nine on the list for takeoff, so settle in, keep those seatbelts fastened. What? Rise with that? Welcome to Weston. Travel can be disruptive to your well-being. That's why at Weston Hotels and Resorts, we have rejuvenating heavenly beds, a nutritious superfoods RX menu, and a workout gear lending program to help you stay in control and rise above it all. Weston, let's rise. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 